Welcome to the Pack is Back podcast, brought to you by the Seawolf for Life Foundation, Synergy Capital Solutions, and Proudmouth. In this podcast, we will provide regular updates on what is happening, what's to come, and how alumni players continue to support community, connections, and contributions. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Pack is Back podcast. I am your host, David Valliere, and super excited to have Coach Shazby back on and our special guest, Kevin Cooper. Coach, Kevin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to be here. Um, so for listeners, we've done a number of these episodes, and, and I'll probably continue to share this with you on the onset for a while. But the reason for this podcast is really to uh, reconnect the brotherhood. The UA Seawolf Hockey Brotherhood has been spread out across the globe. We lost connection. Um, when we temporarily lost the team, the team is back. So we want to be able to share ongoing and relevant information about the team, as well as bring on guys that are alumni, share their experiences when they played, as well as fill everybody in on what they're up to today. So with that brief overview, Coach, let's get to the good stuff. Talk to us about hockey, fill us in on the team and what's going on and, and where you at today. Well, we just wrapped the season. Uh, we just finished up with two games at home against Arizona State, two games at home against Lindenwood. Uh, we managed to take the Saturday night game against Arizona State, which our fans just loved. It, it was a 4-3 game. We held on to the end and uh, were able to close it out. And then Friday, Saturday night against Lindenwood this past weekend, uh, we had a football game broke out. It was a 7-7 tie. <laughs> Uh, we had a 7-6 lead. They tied it up with 30 seconds left, and then we won the shootout. So the Seawolf Sports Complex was going bonkers. It was great to see for our fans and our players. And then last game of the year, Saturday night, just a nice, solid, kind of cleaned some things up. Uh, beat Lindenwood in overtime, four on three, uh, with the power play goal to close out the year with another win. So we finished the year. Uh, with basically nine NCAA wins. Uh, we had six more club wins, so we get, we won 15 games in our inaugural season. It was uh, beyond exceeding expectations for our staff going into the year and putting t- the team together so quickly and, and all the other parts to it. And so uh, I've kind of spent the last couple of days just having this huge sense of gratitude towards people like yourself, Valley, uh, who have stepped up this year and, and taken on roles to, to get this program back to where we know it can all be. Uh, the Seawall Fifth Line, who stepped up for game day operations and marketing, and just everybody that was a part of this first year. I'm going to kind of spend some time and send my thank yous to everybody that was a part of it. And then just it was, it was an absolute ride for me from day one from when I was hired to winning the first game of the year against Western Michigan to winning the last game of the year against Lindenwood. Uh, the group of guys that are in that locker room just really came together and was there for the right reasons and represented the university the right way. And it was just an absolute pleasure to be a part of. And uh, we're in a really good spot heading into the off season here. We need two more defensemen. We need to forward and we're hoping to get it out of the portal. Uh, and we could not be more excited for this year to start back up with now 23 familiar student-athletes walking back onto campus next fall versus 27 guys doing it for the first time. So 
uh, incredibly excited and, and thankful and, and all these different emotions that are going through me right now. But uh, also excited about, you know, the alumni and the events this summer, whether it's the golf tournament or it's uh, the Calgary event. Uh, and then just continuing to, to bring this brotherhood back together the way that uh, way it should be. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's, it's you know, just kind of being on the sidelines and, and helping out where where I can. It's been really an interesting ride to observe you putting the team together and bringing the players in place and, you know, leaning on your coaching staff and, and the support group around you. So uh, good on you. I know that's got to be an exhausting, exhausting year gratifying but very exhausting yeah. 30 35,000 travel miles later the, the the kids had quite the experience yeah what a ride what a ride well congratulations um inaugural season the 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 boys are back the seawolves are back the pack is back so good job and now uh just a little bit of talk just a little bit about all right season's over you've got to do a little bit of recruiting you mentioned that coming through the portal, getting a little bit of downtime to spend with family. Tell us, tell us what's next here. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I got two girls at home that are, uh, in some need of attention. <laughs> and so it's, I'm excited to, to spend those, those mornings and, and afternoons, uh, being home and especially the weekends without games. Um, just actually hit the road for a little bit of a recruiting trip. You know, season ends Saturday, and now I'm out watching some USHL games, and thankfully uh, I get to watch my kid a couple of games against Waterloo this weekend. And so um, still getting to be a coach, but uh, at the same time also get to be a dad here and, and kind of be a fan of uh, my own kid this weekend. So I'm excited for that to take place. But, uh, uh, you know, just dialing things in for next year, the, the finalize the, the final two games. Uh, for the schedule next year, we're going to be heading out to Providence. Was the final uh, thirty game thirty four three and thirty four. Uh, the schedule next year is just incredible. It's going to be a massive challenge for year two uh, with the teams that we have on it, and we're excited to announce that here pretty soon. Uh, but uh, you know, just and then also dialing in some things that you know we can make better for next year, and just spending that time reflecting and and surveying people and making our product that much better for our fan base next year and implementing a couple new things that uh we're excited to bring bring uh to our fan base love it love it and one of the things we've been working on here uh alumni wise is the mentorship program i know we've worked closely with you and uh kevin's going to talk a little bit about that here as he's one of the guys heading this up for the alumni um, so with that, let me transition over to you, Kevin, and um, fill us in for listeners that maybe don't know you, didn't play with you, don't know your background. Talk to us a little bit about where you grew up and, and maybe talk to us through how did you get to UAA? All right. Yeah, thanks. So um, I was born and raised in Anchorage, which is a pretty lucky place to be. Um, in the 70s, of course, Anchorage was you know, hockey central, I'll call it. We had all kinds of opportunities and outdoor ice and just fun stuff going on in Anchorage. Dempsey Anderson was around coaching us and coming and talking to us about the best part of hockey. And being there at that time was just a great place to be. Um, seeing the Seawolf program launch out in, in the late 70s and, you know, being a fan myself, 
going to the games and, you know, at the sports center where they're back at now and just the passion, the fire, the opening up a Sullivan arena. It's a lot of neat stuff happening. And I was equipment manager for UA from 86 to 91. I just wanted to be part of the team. I I didn't have the talent and the uh, athletic ability to do that, but I knew there was a spot and um, you hang around the sports center long enough and you go and talk to brush and you show them that you can work hard. And, uh, you know, at that time it was a scholarship, uh, position. So I got a, a tuition waiver and became the equipment manager during those times. It's fantastic. I love it. So tell us a little bit about your family growing up in Alaska. Everybody's still in Alaska. Do you have kids? Are you married? Fill us in there. Yeah, so um, no, moved out of Alaska in 15, have three boys, uh, uh, Eric, Stryker, and Bradley, and the youngest is 26, 26, 27, and 30 are the kids' age. Uh, they all grew up in Anchorage and went to school there and played sports, played hockey, did their things in Anchorage, and then moved out after the youngest graduated high school and was going on to college. Um yeah, my my brother, his side of the family, with he coached at Diamond High as a football coach for a long time. Uh, actually, my nephew coaches at West High right now as an assistant coach, and uh, other nephew that played in the NFL uh, for Denver Broncos and now coaches the offensive line for the Vikings. So, come from a sports family and um, making sure that we all had a little bit of fun with a lot of competitiveness. That's awesome. Tell us a little bit about maybe your favorite couple of memories that you can recall from your time as a Seawolf. Well, yeah, there's a, oh man, I could go on for a long time <laughs> being around at some really great players from, you know, Joe Hayes all the way, Dean Larson, you know, Doug Spooner, you know, these, the relationships you build from that and being with those guys day in, day out. Um, wonderful but i would say you know we went to japan not being in a conference so to speak uh we had some opportunities to play other places and we went to japan spent 10 days in tokyo bon jovi concert hockey was high i would say middle of the road hockey but the it was just a wonderful experience and being hosted by the prince in japan and uh yeah i mean it was it was crazy fun um just you know makes the guys you bond so much and i was lucky enough the guys accepted me instead of sometimes with a get a trainer's equipment staff they're kind of off on their own separate from the team you know i i roomed with dean trebovich doug spooner and we were roommates we did stuff together it was i was very very blessed to have the guys accept me in such a way and another thing is we went to boston college and they were highly favored to win uh, a title and swept them in a couple of games kind of out of the blue or small school going there. And, you know, David, Emma, Billy Guerin, they had some great hockey players on their team and to beat them in, in Boston on St. Patrick's day is a pretty cool experience. And I think everyone who was there at the time is just something you can't forget is that feeling um fortunately or unfortunately you go right from there to 
at that time you you go over to Michigan and it's not long before you're, you know, looking at a bunch of future NHLers on that team over there and, you know, playing against them. So it wasn't uh, an easy road, that's for sure. And and I think we ended up spending like 15 days on the road that trip. Wow. Cool experiences. Like you said, a great time to bond. It's yeah. kind of funny. I haven't heard the name David Emma in a long time, although he lives about two miles from my house. <laughs> <laughs> we, we used to be work colleagues for a long time. So that's funny. You you threw that name out there and I thought, oh man, I got to touch base with him. Yeah, it was a Heinz Emma Marty McGinnis line that was like the hem line in the in college hockey at the time, and they were they were the line. That's funny. That's so cool. Such a small world. I love hockey. It's so small. <laughs> yes, we can go on and on with stories like that. Now, fill fill everybody in. What are you doing now? What are you doing work wise? Fill us in there. So I'm a supply chain consultant. Okay. I. Um, I have my own business and I basically go into companies that maybe are scaling to to grow at uh, a quick level and I'll look at their supply chain, logistics, tools, how they spend their money, and I help them do it the right way, the best way to get the most value for the business and can help them grow, whether it's adding purchasing people or accounting people or having, you know, like warehouse people, logistics, you know, that whole, all that staffing put in the, into place. And I embed myself in the company and then I just take on one client at a time and it might take three years. Usually it's two to five years of a, of a process to get through and just kind of help them grow. And at the same time, make sure that they're doing stuff with best practices in mind. That's really cool. And as you're talking about that, I'm thinking about your days with all the logistics around getting guys and all their gear on flights to foreign countries. What great training for what you're doing now. Oh, it's so, so good. I reach back often on that besides the teamwork and, and getting, you know, you needed to get things and we didn't have a big budget back in the day and we'd get sticks before the season and you kept them out in a shed out behind UAA and then you'd get <laughs> sticks right about Christmas time. And it was Canadians or Titans left or right. That was it. There was no patterns. <laughs> there was no and, curve. <laughs> and yeah, you curve it with a blow torch or in the final few years, there was a heat gun, but before that was just a torch. And you think back about, you know, all that and how we, we didn't get sock tape. Be right. So right. I would take a lot. I would take the the tape that the trainers had and trade it for sock tape with other teams. And you had to. There was always a a trade factor. Good thing anything that had Alaska on it was three for one. So nice. if I had a shirt, I mean, I could. We we went to Maine, for example. I could trade Alaska t shirt, and I could get. Sometimes we needed towels on the road. Sometimes you needed pucks. Sometimes I mean. I could go on and on about how we, you know, it's a, it's a bit of a struggle. Guys got one pair of skates and, you know, a lot of guys tore them up by the second half of the season. So they'd either go buy their own skates. We'd trade for skate. Uh, yeah. I could go on about um, making it happen and in the background or, you know, the pregame meal type of stuff and postgame, you know, meals some some places did it some some would do it and some wouldn't so trying to get that meal because there wasn't a lot of extra cash floating around for other things yeah 
Yeah, definitely a shoestring budget. <laughs> so listen, for listeners, we have been kind of teasing out the mentorship program for a couple of months now. It's been something that's been kind of a wish list item for us as alumni. I know that uh, players and coaching staff have been excited about this conceptually. And um, Kevin, you and Doug Spooner have stepped up and taken the lead on this. I'm super grateful for that. Uh, why don't you talk to us about where we're at now and what we're thinking for that program on a go forward basis? Yeah. So where we're at now is, you know, talk to Mike Hiltner and text Doug Spooner and he's right, right away. Yes, I'm, I'm in. That's what he said. So um, having teammates to help with is going to be great. And what we want to do is just build a, a world-class mentorship program for our athletes. So when they are looking for an internship for the summer, looking for guidance on what to do as a career path outside of hockey. I think we all know the math on who makes it to the NHL, right? And it's it's not a lot. And so having other opportunities for them and connecting this huge alumni, and I'll call it a family. We have this family of alumni that all want to help. They sometimes don't know how to help and they don't, you know, they're not contacted to help. So building this program where we have, you know, the resume building for the student athlete and we have a placement program with different areas of the country or different countries, if if that's the case, and make sure we can help them get their foot in the door. Um, it's going to be powerful. And we have so many people that are willing to help and raise their hand. It, it'll be great. It's going to take some time and energy to build the database. And what we want is a map. The vision is we have a giant map. It has plugs of who we have, where, and their contact and what their area of business is. And when a student athlete comes to us, to Doug or myself, first we start, you know, starts off with a meeting and some, I'll call it coaching about what they want to do, what classes are they taking, what classes are they going to take, all those fun things. And then we can help match them up with alumni in different areas or in Anchorage itself. There's a whole network of you know, people that want to help there. So having that put together and kind of giving them guidance and and sometimes, to be honest, a swift kick, right? Where they might need a, a boost to get this thing going and, you know, setting that example, making sure they know that every time you meet with people, it's a, it's a, it's a job opportunity. And so if somebody asks help shoveling their roof off and you go out there and you're the hardest worker, when later on they need somebody in their office, they they're going to call you. So it's that coaching, it's that it's the, all the behaviors that go along with it. So not just mentoring. Hey, we're going to promise you a job. It's we want to make the best student athlete have the best opportunities and get to do what they want to do in their in their post hockey playing career. Yeah, that's great. I love it. And we're and so we're reaching out as well to alumni to build that database. So for listeners please reach out. Uh, I can get you directly in touch with, with Coop or Spooner or Hiltner. If you, if you send a, um, an email, you can reach out to us at info I N F O at seawolfhockeyalumni.com. We have several alumni that have access to that and we can get those emails where they need to go. Uh, or you can also reach out to us directly through the website at seawolfhockeyalumni.com. 
So with that, tell us what it is that you're thinking about for uh, the program in terms of when do we think that we can get it to a place where we're going to engage with these young athletes um, and engage with our database? Do you feel like we're there now or do you feel like that's still a couple months down the road? Well, what I um, actually, before this, uh, Matt and I were talking about, uh, you know, when, when to get in front of his guys. And I think it's going to be week after next. We're going to just do a Zoom and walk through a, a slide deck that says, here, student athletes, here's what's available. It doesn't have to, if we wait until we're perfect, we're going to be waiting, right? So it's like, uh, you know, we're 60% into this. We have a concept, we have an idea, and then we start building it out and uh, a little bit of trial by fire. So putting that together, we're going to start meeting with them after we present to the student athletes, then they're going to reach out and then we're going to ask them to resume, help them build that. And then where do they want to be? And then we're starting to reach out into the alumni in those areas to get them placed. So, I mean, in the next couple of weeks, we should start getting some feedback and then start building that. And again, I don't want to, you know, sit back and go, oh, we're going to build the alumni network first. And then because I think we all know that 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 just takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to continue to reach out to guys and as we see guys at events, everybody wants to help, right? Mm. They just don't always have the the capacity to jump in. And sometimes we just all need friendly reminders that, hey, remember when somebody helped you? Because <laughs> none of us got to where we are today alone. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. I, I have not had one conversation with an alumni that does not want to help. So I think building the, the database is going to be um, is going to be a lot easier than you think once once the car is moving. I always like to say like sometimes you just got to get that car moving before you can steer it, right? And that's where you're at. So, um, congratulations. Now, I know I know you just had um, a, a recorded Zoom call. Tell us about that, and uh, and we'll make sure guys can get access to it if they're looking for it. Yeah. So what we did is Doug and I, we we just did a Zoom call. We kind of had the deck there, but um, I do, I think we want to do it a little bit differently and not to rain on the parade, but I, I think doing it a little bit more like this, where it's hosted a little bit that can guide us through will be powerful too. But, and just getting the deck, it's out on our, on our site so we can um, share that information and it basically spells out, you know, in five PowerPoint slides that tells out what we're doing wonderful wonderful all right so listen guys alumni if you're interested in in sharing your life experience with, uh, your work experience with some future seawolf uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to info at seawolf hockey alumni and we will get you connected with the right guys or alternatively if you want to jump onto the website and if you look under alumni support there's a bunch of information there under the mentorship program. You can connect directly with Kevin there. Uh, looks like we don't have Spooner's uh, info up there, so we'll get that up there. You know, call it by the end of the week. So, uh, and then Hiltner as well. So we'll we'll have all the updated information there. Once again, it's info at seawolfhockeyalumni.com or on the website. 
uh, just click on the alumni support and you'll have all the information you need there. All right, Coop. Hey, it's been fun. Uh, any last words, any last, last thoughts you want to share with the group? Yeah, I think uh, just thank you for the family, right? The alumni family that getting together and helping these young student athletes just get a direction, going in a direction. And we all know in life we pivot, but it's good to have a place to start. So I appreciate all the support from everybody on the alumni reaching out. Wonderful, wonderful. And thank you so much for taking the lead on this with Spoons and and Heltner. It's a huge help. Uh, I think it's going to be a great program for for our alumni for a very long period of time. So with that, listeners, I've mentioned it several times, but reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We're always looking for guests on the Pack is Back podcast. We'd love to hear about where you're at and what you're doing. We'd love to get you plugged in if you want to get involved. Uh, so you can reach out at info at seawolfhockeyalumni.com or reach out to us through the website. And we look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Pack is Back podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to follow the show and share it with your friends and family.